1: Good morning. It's Thursday, June 28. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira.
0: And I am Japheth de Oliveira.
1: Japheth, would you go ahead and pray for us? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Heavenly Father, just again, want to thank you for the week that it's been, for all the things that we've been processing, a life that we've been living together with each other. And we ask God for a blessing on this moment now as we dialogue through this text. Uh, God, it's just so rich with uh, so much truth inside it, so many stories that Paul has actually mapped together. May we see these insights and uh, may it bring us good joy. In Jesus' precious name, amen.
1: Today we are reading from the New International Version, Romans 3, 21-31. Subtitle on this one is Righteousness Through Faith. But now apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement, through the shedding of His blood, to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate His righteousness because, in His forbearance, He had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate His righteousness at the present time, so as to be just, and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus." Where, then, is boasting? It is excluded. Because of what law? The law that requires works? No, because of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is He not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too, since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. Do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. It just occurs to me, you know, all mm. of these translations are talking mm-hmm. about how n- none of us can boast anymore. We can't boast about works. But I just thought, well, couldn't you boast about your ability to not boast? To have faith. Oh, okay. <laughs> because for some people, uh-huh. I think faith is an easier deal than for other people. Huh. And I have heard people kind of boast about their faith, to be honest. Yeah. Haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some people really take kind of I would say pride in the fact that they are people of faith that the faith alone is like a virtue or an attribute yeah I think I think
0: I've I think I've, I've felt people say that they hang everything on their faith yeah. um and that they that faith is there like their rock and and their solid ground that they kind of like and they use phrases like that to describe Yeah, I
1: feel jealous about people like that because I, I don't like, I don't feel that I am a person of great faith actually hmm. mm-hmm. um no, I think I'm a person of great uncertainty about almost everything. I don't feel like I naturally come to faith in in very many things. I think I've God always, included.
0: I think I've always naturally come to faith.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that about yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I think I've even. I think read I've things always that suggest to... that people's brains are different. That if you look at, is it the frontal lobe or something? Yeah. That people who are highly religious, their brains are. Formulated differently,
0: so if let's just say that that's what it is, right? Um, yeah. Some people are like, hey, they they're wired more the to to like God for and faith. wired yeah. less to want like God. What does God do with those who actually are wired less to to like God? And well, that they might
1: be an example of where He uses different rules for different people,
0: exactly. And and so, so then they they are saved in a different way that we would not anticipate.
1: Yeah, I mean that includes somebody like me because I've always felt a, kind of a disadvantage that faith is sort of it's. It's kind of a struggle. Like It's something I have to try mm. to do. It doesn't come naturally.
0: Well, I, I feel um, that way about worship um, and uh, the expression of worship and, and the way that people actually engage in worship. And, and there are people who worship who are silent and they enjoy worship just by being still. There are people who enjoy worship and they're very expressive. And, and I think if we, can, if we can see the range of that, we understand that people connect to God differently. Yes. And that's good. And that's important. Mm-hmm. And, and that, I
1: mean, it's, it's just the way that it is. It's yeah. kind of, you can't tell people how they should feel or respond, I don't think.
0: No, I, I don't think so either. But I do think, well, I think, that, I think you can actually help people to actually understand why they do respond the way they do. Yeah. And I think that's important. But I, I agree with you, you can't tell them to respond in a particular form. But they need to know what is the, the rationale behind it. So here's our question for today. What is one area in your life where the same rules don't seem to apply to everyone? Do you think that it is by God's design or the result of the world in which we live? Hmm. An
1: area of my life in which the same rules don't apply to everyone.
0: Do you think that it is by God's design or the result of the world in which we live? Well,
1: I definitely what don't think God's design. What is one area in your God's life where the design. same rules don't
0: seem to apply to everyone?
1: Are you thinking something for you?
0: Uh, TSA. Uh...
1: Well, that's because you've paid. <laughs> No. To get special treatment. <laughs>
0: well, I actually wasn't so thinking of that. I didn't even think about that. But I wasn't oh my thinking of goodness, that.
1: Goodness, don't get me going. No, that was like my biggest proof. I,
0: I wasn't thinking of actually going through the premier line. I was thinking of the random spot checking. Actually. Oh. Uh, but I can see what you're saying. There is also the benefit of uh, well, global entry, which I personally think everybody should get. But Becky may be opposed to that. So Life as a family, might be. We, uh, I believe that we should travel separately. We have a separately. hard time
1: traveling together. Yeah,
0: I think I should just travel separately to the family. So
1: what's your point?
0: What uh, my are you point saying is this, is, is that different um, rules? there are different rules. And uh, are these different rules that apply to someone? Yeah. Well, you
1: mean like people, children under the age of 12, where they don't have to take off their shoes? Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. do different that, rules? Thing.
0: Do you think that it's by God's design to resolve the world? I think it's the result of the world Oh, I in. think
1: God designed TSA, definitely. <laughs> Personally. No doubt. I was thinking But I think of... what,
0: Paul, what Elias is trying to pull out of here is that grace is meted out to everybody. And it's irrespective of who we are. And it doesn't make sense how some people get like a ton of grace. And some only need a little bit of grace, right? Yeah. Which you you're talking about earlier in the week, you uh-huh. know? Um, and I think uh, that's right. It's a really great question. Uh, and I think that this is a difficult thing for us to, to handle. But I think that that's the righteousness of God. The it's not about our righteousness it's actually about God's righteousness
1: so I was thinking about when I was in grad school and I mm-hmm. was a doctoral student and I often had classes with master students or even undergrads mm. so they'd be people very young and the rules were totally different for me than yeah. for them you know I was expected to have read everything and to have something intelligent to say yes. um, and in part my job was supposed to be to try to show other people how to be a person in a class yeah and but you, that, probably felt I felt that, that you probably totally felt that. You probably felt that when you were like four years old. No, yeah. I was okay. a terrible student yeah. when I was four. I wasn't yeah. a student when I was four. I was running around and climbing trees like a child should be. Oh. But um, <laughs> that is something where I, I didn't feel bitter about the difference in expectations at all. It seemed fine and right and good to me. But one thing, I'll, I'll kind of lecture my students about this: the difference mm. in expectations about preparation for class between them and me. Now, I get paid to come to class and to be prepared and to have read and to have something to say, they are in fact paying for the same thing, Hmm. but they don't take it as they don't think that they need to be prepared in the same way that I do, Hmm. which I just, I've always think that that's interesting. Like why, why is that a different standard? Why would it be unthinkable for me to show up and be like, "Eh, yeah, well, you know, I got kind of tired and I just decided not to read the chapter. So I don't know. I don't have anything to say. That would be ridiculous, unacceptable, and I would be fired. But my students can do this regularly, and they don't expect there to be any kind of repercussions. They would think I was a monster if I if they
0: got a lower grade. Low oh
1: yeah, I've had I've had students um, complain to me if I take participation points off because they clearly have nothing to say (laughs) and have not read the material and cannot in any way participate in class. But But they still think that I should give them full points Those classes really
0: are just awful when they haven't read it.
1: Well, yeah, when everybody's just kind of staring at me because they don't read and they don't believe. And many of them brag that they have never read a book or an article (laughs) that they don't have to.
0: And I think what we should do is we should graduate them.
1: That's what we do, as mm. it turns out.
0: Yeah, that's not a good idea.
1: That is what we do. The world is going to be, continue to become a more and more interesting place it as is. time goes. But, you know.
0: So, uh, question for us to think about. Our time's up for now. But uh, what is one area in your life where the same rules don't seem to apply to everyone? Uh, do you think that it's by God's design the result of the world in which we live? Think about the passage as well and what Paul is drawing on and the beauty of grace and the extension of grace and uh, the righteousness of God. Look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church. Until next time, look after each other, and live love.